welcome to the Well Workplaces podcast, where we chat with health and wellbeing leaders that create ripples of positive change in the workplace. I'm your host, Tom Bosner, and today I'm really pleased to be chatting with Carla and from Morsel. Carla, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tom. Nice to see you. Great to see you. Now, last time we chatted, I think it was maybe two years ago, and we were sitting in a well, near a wellness centre at, at Westpac. Correct. And I'd have to say a lot has changed since then, hasn't it? I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, so much has changed. And and at that point when we had a chat, I was really interested in uh, what you were doing at Morsel, being a yeah. fairly early, early in your, right yeah. at the start of your business. And mm-hmm. uh, at Pinnacle at that point in time, we were very much about on-site corporate wellness centres. And as you say, a lot has changed in six months, let alone two years. So the main reason for getting you on today Carla is because I absolutely love the Morsel concept and I think for our community of listeners in HR and other health and wellbeing leaders it'd be awesome to introduce what you're about and what you do and and maybe also touch on your thoughts on where you think the future of work is going in the niche that you operate so I thought I'd start Carla with a really like basic open up to you and just can you explain who is Carla Bull and I know that's a very (laughs) Big question, but can you introduce yourself? Sure. I am the CEO of Morsel, which I started really about two and a half years ago. Prior to that, I was in a banking career for 17 years. And the reason why I left my career at that time was I came to the realization that I wasn't passionate anymore about what I was doing. And I always had a desire to create my own business. And took some time off to really think about what are my daily frustrations and how can I build a business from that? And no surprise that given I spent most of my life sitting in an office environment, the business I created was solving, I felt, a challenge that we often face in the office environment. So that's how Morsel began. Yeah, great summary. And when you were in your type of work that you were doing? Were you doing extended long hours? What sort of role were you doing there? Yeah, it was definitely being in banking. It was always an environment where people were working long hours under pressure. I'd often eat lunch at my desk. So it was, and we'll come to what Morsel is, but it was solving a challenge that I faced every day in terms of eating well. And I think a lot of people still face it today. Yeah, absolutely. I can recall working as a physio for many years and doing long hours I think I was doing like maybe seven to seven quite a, mm-hmm. quite long days and my, my I love what you're saying there because I can relate to that challenge health professionals especially I know nurses and things like that they're always rushing through their tea break or their lunch break and just eating what they can and actually fast as well which is probably not a great thing Um, And often unhealthy, very easy when you're in a rush, if you're doing shift work, if you're missing, if your meetings go past two o'clock and everything's closed, it's so easy just to eat something that's not healthy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And in the, I suppose in this, the like last five, 10 years, like there's been the rise of things like Uber Eats and another Deliveroo and those types of things that have probably made things easier, maybe faster, but maybe not healthy as well. Um, that healthy I know I've been since working from home I'm still doing Uber Eats but it's expensive and yeah. it's also still not as healthy as, as you need it to be so can it's it, it, it's not the right type of I think diet that you need to be achieving every day yeah yeah good point the financial side of it's probably yeah. not the best either fantastic Carla yeah that makes perfect sense and 
with the concept of Morsel, can you tell us what it's all about? Mm -hmm. So the mission we have at Morsel is to impact employee health through better eating choices. And so what Morsel is, it's a self-service food and drink market that sits directly in a place of work. Um, we've designed it to look like a trendy cafe and it is full of you know, wonderful, healthy snacks, drinks and fresh food. So if I describe it for you, it is we have open shelving with snacks from protein bars, protein balls, nuts and other various snacks. You've got reach and refrigerators, which have all your fresh food, everything from ready meals to sandwiches, wraps, salads, etc. And then we've got the self-checkout kiosks, which is completely cashless, also with fingerprint technology. And so it's designed to be unattended, available 24-7, and it's curated by our nutritionists. It's also the product offering is tailored to each workplace. So it's designed to cater to that demographic to the work habits, the eating habits, et cetera. And so the overall benefit of what we're doing is mm. to really improve employee health through those better eating choices, making it easy for them to access. And then the whole premise is nutrition is the foundation to overall health. And so if you make it easy and accessible, hopefully we're really impacting employee health. I love it. What a amazing idea and concept and it's so good that you've been out since I last met you which is yeah, a couple of years ago that's really come to great to see your vision come to life with with obviously clients getting into this and to see things evolve over that time with the concept intrigued where did the this whole concept come from is it something that you've been in did you in, create the the concept or is it did you get inspiration from elsewhere or where did it come from yeah, originally, obviously, the idea to move into that space came from my troubles of mm. eating well, not knowing how to read a nutritional label, going to the vending machine every afternoon, the pants were getting tighter. So they were my personal struggles. Mm. But then I came across it, it, what we the concept we have is called a micro market. And it is has been in the States for over 10 years. And it is now expanding across European countries like the UK, Germany, Italy, France. And then when I saw that concept wasn't in Australia, to me, that was such an easy decision to say, okay, this is an amazing concept. We need to bring that to Australia. But we've gone and created our own stamp on that, where in the US, it was unfortunately at the time still very an unhealthy offering. For us, it was when you've got this open concept, of course, you have to be doing wonderful, healthy, fresh food and snacks. So that's where we've gone and, and put our own stamp and created the brand Morsel. And it's also we've done a lot more rather than it just being a pantry service, creating an engagement program around that because you need to have education alongside the offering because through that education, you hope to change habits over time because it's not an immediate thing. It's a process. And so that's really an important part of our offering as well. I love it. And yeah, it's great that you, it sounded like before you said you're cus almost customising it or giving choices for employees to, to put together what they would like. I'm assuming in mm -hmm. amongst, I'm assuming when you're asking for, for feedback and that kind of thing, is it something where you've asked them and test them out or survey them and then come back with some test runs? How does that work? 
Yeah, so it's ongoing. So before we go in, we survey either the staff through an online survey or we have a focus group or with management to get an understanding of what the needs are. Then at the markets, there are feedback boxes. So employees can always write in suggestions and products they'd like to see. Of course, we really try and cater to everybody's wishes because it is a market that's for them. We want it to become a part of the culture and for employees to really see that we're there to look after them. Yeah, that's really good. And for habit creation, as you said before, like for, I think eating and nutrition is something that I feel like it's probably the maybe one of the hardest things to improve if you've mm -hmm. been used to eating a certain way for so many years. And also that habit of being in the office and perhaps eating something fast and easy or buying something fast and easy. It's a long-standing habit to, to really break, isn't it? And so by by having a market on site and having some healthier choices, I'm assuming then that gives that person just maybe a, an opportunity to, to try something that they've never had before and then exactly. give you guys feedback. So that's really nice, yeah. It's been interesting. We still have what we call a naughty corner. We live by the 80-20 rule because often when our markets go in, the vending machines go out. So what we try and do is have a holistic offering for everybody because, yes, still on a Friday they might want that Cadbury chocolate bar. But what's always fascinating is when we launch our market that everybody is trying all of the range. And yes, they may still purchase from the, the 20%, but again, with that education, you want to really move their habits so that the majority, that 80% of their eating is from the healthy section. Yeah, that's very smart to have the naughty corner because with habit creation, it's uh, I think we all do it, especially at the time of recording. This is, is February. Most of us have had our New Year's resolutions. No mm -hmm. doubt everybody has said, I'm going to eat healthy every day of the week, all year, or I'm not going to drink for February or something like that. And we're all kidding ourselves. So that naughty corner concept is really smart. And that 80-20 principle, I love that as well. Carly, you mentioned the dietitian involvement or, or the advice, or can mm -hmm. you explain how that fits in? And is it using the dietetic expertise to help create the, the menu? Where does that, how does that work? We've created our own guidelines. So with our nutritionists, we've created our own proprietary guidelines in terms of how we select snacks and drinks and, and the ready meals. The Australian government star rating, we felt had some has some complications with it. So that's why we've gone and created our own. And that allows us to every single snack, every single product, and we look at obviously the saturated fat, the, the calories, the sugar, um, the salt levels, and that's a rating system. And so we really aim to have the large percentage of the market as those green rated products under our, our rating system and very limited in terms of the red products, which is obviously in that naughty corner, as well as providing a range of products across all categories. And so that's how we've created a framework to allow us to select those products. Ideally, we will be launching a that rating system at the market so people can physically see what rating those products have. And so that's certainly something in our pipeline. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it sounds like you've got the best of everything in the market. You've got the almost that, that customer feedback to design the market with a bit of a naughty corner, of course, and then some yeah. dietetic input. And then the other aspect to it is the, the suppliers for you, which is the different food connections. Is there, are there any ones that you think are really popular just out of interest in the market, some of those products that people just can't get enough of? 
Yeah. So I just I maybe just make one point before is that also with our selection, we make sure that it's the right portion size. So you're not seeing for those nuts, it's, it's the little you know 40 gram packs. I think that's really important as well to make sure that people snack well. I've many times sat with a big bag and, and before it's finished. So that's also something that we're, we're focused mm -hmm. on. In terms of the suppliers, we have, and again, it depends on the demographic, but particularly in the blue color sites that are in the protein bars, absolutely work walking out off the shelves, given they need those energy and the, and the high protein. There's a wonderful brand called DJNA who does veggie crisps, everything from freeze-dried mushrooms to broccoli to green peas. And so that's a really interesting, I love my crunchy snack. So to be able to eat your veggies that way, for me, I much prefer to snack that way. So we're just really trying to we cater to everybody, but we've sourced a lot. We source from multiple areas across Australia. And again, we focus on only Australian suppliers that have all natural products, fewer ingredients. Of course, we've got vegan products, keto products. So again, just catering to all the different types of dietary preferences that, that are out there. Wow. Yeah, it sounds really cool. And obviously over the last five years, I've noticed if you go to the supermarket, that healthy eating section is only getting bigger. It used to be that yes. long chocolate aisle and that's getting shorter. And then all those, the, the organic section just goes on now for almost two aisles, which is really nice to see. And also the from the dinner side as well, the selections, it's more about yeah. that convenience, but it's also now I'm seeing way more healthier options than ever. And what you're really doing by the sounds of, I mean, this concept is bringing it, making it easier for that employee that might be on site. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think the way to look at it is that we're doing all the hard work for everybody. <laughs> so with that framework, selecting the, the snacks, we do quarterly tastings across our team. We want to make sure that the products we're putting in there are, are very tasty and, and people enjoy to eat. And then looking at all the ready meal suppliers out there, tasting all of those, it's a hard job that we have. But <laughs> yeah, we're doing all the hard work by, by really sourcing across Australia. I love it. What a, yeah, it's just such a good concept, Carla. Well, well done on your success up to where you are now. A lot's changed, Carla, in the last couple of years. And let's talk about the last six months. I'm assuming when you started, um, or you maybe started out with a, a client, a certain type of client in mind. Do you want to talk about how things have changed for you over the last six months? Or it's really nine months now, actually. Yeah, we've certainly shifted in terms of our focus currently with most of our um, clients in the blue collar space where there's a significant value that we can add. And these are clients which are often in areas where there's nothing around them. They're working 24 seven or they have short breaks. And so prior to us, really the only option were vending machines. And so this is a wonderful way where we've really been able to improve the working lives of those individuals. We are looking at other verticals as well outside of the workplace, such as retirement villages. But in, in addition to the white collar space, there's certainly still demand coming from the white collar where companies are looking at, as us as a strategy to be able to re-engage the staff and encourage them back into the office. So we had a a very significant client talking to us about that this week in terms of we need to we're focusing more on health and wellness and how can we encourage them back into the office so 
the beautiful thing about our model is that because it is unattended, it's it's contactless, it's cashless, it's available 24-7. So it's catering to that new flexible workforce that might not be in there in the office in the normal hours. And it's so we can easily adapt also to changes in staffing numbers as people slowly increase. That just increases the number of times for servicing the market. So it certainly is a, a model which is far more suitable, I think, to the environment that we have today. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention very COVID safe as well with all those uh, touch those touch free points. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Obviously, a lot has changed in the workplace, and I think, as you just said, employers now what they really need to do is come up with some good reasons why people come, should come to the office. And so for health and well-being, we all know is top of one of the top agendas. Mental health's a big issue at the moment, but that holistic view of health and well-being, the employee experience it just has to be nailed right now. And whether that's through buildings and being environmentally sound by having all the elements that are Per, being the well, maybe well accredited, having the all the potentially some on-site health opportunities. This you know, morsel really caters for that nutrition side because maybe at the moment as well, I've seen in the CBD of Melbourne that a lot of retailers that that are in cafes or even healthy eating options that are cafes, they're they're staffed and they're also not that. I don't think they'll be surviving through the the chaos of the next maybe the next six months. So your model's really set up to scale up and scale down. Is that fair to say? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and it's just it's in terms of let's say we're in a situation where people aren't in, in the office, so we would obviously reduce the products we have. We wouldn't be servicing it as regularly, and as people start to come up all of that starts to increase. So there is that adaptability. On your other point, I think, particularly in that white collar space, what we were doing perhaps pre-COVID was seen as an office perk. But I have to say, with everybody having that renewed focus on wellness, what they're putting in their body, eating foods that now boost immunity, that improve gut health, people are more aware of that today than ever. And I think the... There is a need now from the employer perspective to really focus on nutrition as a key part of their wellness program. Historically, it I my view was it was done on a limited basis. So it would have included a few nutritionist talks and a few cooking classes. And I think that's perhaps the extent of, of most wellness programs. But my view is it needs to go far beyond that today it needs to be integrated into people's lives it needs to be a sustainable way for them to continue the education that they receive and whether that's through subsidy programs through something like an offering like a morsel that is certainly i think where the employee programs need to to better focus on yeah said nutrition is huge for for human health it's one of the key elements obviously one thing that i thought of when you were saying that is through the well building standards one of the key criteria is actually having healthy options in and around the workplace so perhaps for for morsel that's another kind of extra prong because i know that through the well standards which i'm involved in is that companies keen to present uh, themselves buildings are keen to present themselves as well certified so that people 
feel like they can come to work and be really catered for from a environmental health and well-being perspective and more just adds seems like it would add that extra value in there and also what you're saying before about nutritionists coming in and doing the odd seminar like we know once-off sessions are, are nice to have but they don't really influence behavioral change or habit creation and so by having that continuation in with that can continued messaging that, oh yeah, I saw the nutrition talk, but then here's the option to actually pick up some healthy stuff. That's a really good point you raised there. Love it. Right. Yeah. And that's really the whole purpose of our employee, our employee engagement program linked to our market is to get people to think about what they're putting in their mouth, educate them on that. And then that allows them to make those easy decisions at the market. So it's that partnership, which I think is key with nutrition and education and access. Yeah, really well said. Carla, with the future of work, obviously we, that's that word gets thrown around a lot. I've probably used it way too much in previous podcasts. <laughs> yeah, obviously things are changing. There's a distributed workforce model that's evolving. We don't know everything that will happen in over the next 12 months. But I'm wondering from your perspective, just purely from what you've seen in the world and especially being a business owner, what are your, do you have any predictions on what you think you might see in either your business or just in the, the macro environment? Yeah, I think certainly from our business, we, in terms of where we're now focusing our energies, that's certainly, we'll continue to focus on the blue collar and, and the white collar where it's relevant and then other verticals as mentioned. But for us, the focus on nutrition, we, we know that our offering is so important now more than ever. So we're going to continue to forge ahead with our offering and, and really try and impact the working community as much as we can on the education that again is something that we're going to continue to build up on it is so important people want to learn I think now and so we need to equip them with that certainly from what I've seen with from my husband's point of view he will go back into the office two or three times a week and so I think that's generally what we're going to see but when they're in that office environment, they still need to have access to, it's interesting when he's in the office, he's in meetings the entire day. So I think when people are in the office, they need to be engaged. They need to have still all of that access because it's full on when they're in the office, because it's only limited time. These are all the challenges certainly that employers face, but I think our offering is definitely makes more sense today and than, than previously. Yeah, yeah, that's great. All the stars are aligning and I like what you said about just your general focus of being a bit of blue collar and adapting through the next little period of change. Um, one thing I've noticed just this week is through our wellness centres is people really coming in for that two or three days a week. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we had yesterday was probably our busiest day. We had skin checks going and the physios and massage and beauty services actually busy. And, and it was, I say actually busy because it's been has been quiet for a period of time and having chatted mm. with some of the clients it really is that three day it seems like that three day mark is it and they're really just coming in to collaborate with their colleagues through meetings like your husband by the yeah, sounds of it exactly, yeah exactly and when you've only got 10 minutes between a meeting to eat that's a challenge i think that employers need to consider yeah, that's right. And our, our view at Well Workplaces is that the workplace has a big responsibility to help shape our 
healthy changes in people and Morsel and its offering, it really sounds like it fits in to influencing and, and impacting human health. So look, thanks so much for your time today. It's been really interesting. I, I think our listeners will get a lot from learning about your business. If people want to reach out to you directly, what's the best way to get in touch? So our email address is info at morsel, which is M-O-R-S-L, info at morsel.com.au. Beautiful. Awesome. Thanks so much, Carla. Great to chat. Yes, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Oh, no worries. Thank you. See you later. All right. Cheers.